Are you ready? Today, I am sharing an incredible episode of you, where I'm joined by Jules Kelly. Jules is your human compass, holistic leadership, growth and success consultant. With over 30 years experience in the corporate world and having healed herself from chronic illness, Jules is now sharing her own journey via the Life Freedom Method along with Claire Morton. Alongside Claire's experience in transformational leadership and as a well-being consultant, they are passionate in helping others to understand that their body and their mind is their home and it is theirs to look after and nurture. Success can be achieved whilst also living a healthy and balanced life. I want you to be open-minded and be prepared to be blown away. This is not the same as any other personality assessment out there. The dots are going to connect in ways that the dots have never connected before. Over to Jules. When I was in corporate, I was on the I was on the treadmill of life, I guess, where where you go for you just want I don't know why we do it, but um we strive for promotion, we strive to hit our targets, and we do 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 and we're doing and we're doing and we're doing. And actually we never stop and think, do I like do I enjoy this? Have yeah, I enjoyed that? And that was me. And I was like, I just, I think I was covering a lot of, I didn't like, I like, I hated it. And it was like, no, it's fine. And I I did that way too much. And then it just all became this. And it wasn't just the situation of not getting on with directors and that one catalyst moment. It was a build up to that point. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. And And that takes courage, right? That takes absolute courage. Um, But it took for me to have a breakdown for me to stop. And my body just packed up. And my, and my mind, everything just shut down. And and so that's what drives Claire and I now is that I was 47 when she hit when I hit my wall. Claire was like for just just around 40 about seven years ago. And and we don't want people to wait that long to yeah. realize that actually there is more to life than working and paying the bills. And there's more to life than just always striving for the next thing and actually just being is a joy it's like we're on we're on a race to get somewhere but we don't know what the destination is yeah so um so yeah the so you you said you're in space and freedom so so that's in our uh membership which is called back to the mothership and it's called back to the mothership because it's almost like taking it back to basics so we take it back to basics and um and understand that this human flesh suit this vessel that we're living in is our home and mm. it's our home from the moment we're born until the minute we shuffle off this earth but we don't treat it with any kind of respect or we don't give a credit he or she credit for what they are trying to do for us with everything that we throw at them yeah because everything all of the all of life holistically your body has to deal with mm. and when we say oh god my body's letting me down no your body's not letting you down your body's doing the best that she can with the stuff that you're putting her through she's doing her very best or his very best or their very best to 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 keep you going Mm. because that's their job to keep you in as much of an equilibrium as possible and i think when you start to understand that and you start to look after yourself holistically then and you understand and it's not woo. There's lots of science behind this woo, but but people consider it as woo. Yeah. Uh, that life happens much more easily mm. when you are working in alignment, and I guess that's where human design comes in mm. as well to help put some real. I I, I see a human design as um, 
the lining paper of your knicker drawer. It's almost like it it is your foundation. It doesn't need to be your knicker drawer. For me, it's my knicker drawer, but it's the foundation of everything that you are. Yeah. And with all the modalities that Claire and I have got in our toolkit, human design is almost the one that came to us last, but there's a reason for that because we had to learn all the stuff. Yeah. So the human design then is almost like, ah, right. So it was all meant to be like that, you know? And then by digging deep into human design and just not just understanding it, but embodying it. Yeah. Which is what you just talked about before. You know, yeah, I'm commutable and I can go all over the place, but I don't want to. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've decided that. How many people have for 20, 30 years up and down the M6, up and down the M1, up and round and round the M25? Because they've got obligations. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, human design came to us about two years ago. um, And it is absolutely fascinating. And I have not met one person yet. Not one person that does not resonate with their design. Yeah. I think it's, um, I was listening to, since obviously Claire linked me up with this, I was listening to the, uh, is it a sort of spiritual podcast? Mm-hmm. And that was around the projector. And they were saying about that this takes, it can take like up and beyond seven years to really start to understand everything. And, yeah. and I was like, wow, that's that's incredible. And But I don't want, I don't think that that, in some ways I was like, well, that's daunting, but you don't want it to be off-putting. It's almost, that's what's the curious um, appeal about it in terms of there's like, you know, what could this be? And that we don't have to have the answer straight away, which is again, that seeking thing I sometimes feel I have is, I need it now or I want the result or I want to know the answer. It's like, just let it be. Yeah, it's all already preordained. How old are you, Nat? Uh, 35. So you've waited 35 years. What's another seven, right? Yeah. So, so 35 years and you're already on the on the treadmill yeah. of it. So you've already dipped your toe in. So um, for those of you that don't know what human design is, human design is a construct. It, it's an experiment, really. Um, and it's only been around since 1980s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was created by a chap who... Um, who went off to Ibiza, he was an American guy, went off to Ibiza and then he heard the voice and um, and he was literally, I think it was like eight days and eight nights, he was working, it was like a download, like for people that think, oh my God, she's off a rocker. Anyway, and it literally channeled all this information. But it's, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the science of the aura and it's the science of differentiation. And the reason it's the science of differentiation is because it takes aspects of lots of different things like the Kabbalah, like the Chinese I Ching, like astrology, like quantum physics and all of these things. And they're all layered. And each one of them brings a different aspect. So the stuff that we see at the front end, when when we see the the, the human design chart that you'll generally see, which is yeah. like a body shape with the nine centers on, that's just a literally a snapshot, yeah. but behind it is so much differentiation. And each one of us, even twins, triplets, all of them, we're all very different. Mm. Yes, of course, with twins and with um, multi siblings, there are going to be uh, there are going to be a lot of similarities, but there will be nuances that are different. Mm. And it is based on the place that you were born, the yeah. time that you were born, and the place, time, and yeah, your name, date of birth, place of birth, and time of birth. That's it. Yeah. And it works on the planetary alignments, 
of the um the stars the the quantum physics bits comes from the neutrinos which are like quantum tiny 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 particles um subatomic particles that are, there's probably about 10 trillion of them whizzing through our eyeballs right now so mm -hmm. that's like your dna the stardust and it your human design is determined and already in place around three months before you were born it's like 88 degrees in ast astrological terms but about 89 days before you were born and it was that that treat that it was that that made me think holy baloney literally when i read my stuff and read my life purpose i'm thinking well i'm i'm already i'm living that now yeah and i was born in 1970 so my th this was already preordained for me in january 1970 and i was born in april mm -hmm. and that just blew me away so knowing that piece of information then made me think oh i need, I need to understand this mm -hmm. And there are different energy and, I, and I'll explain the energy. So I'm a one and I've got one energy, which means I need to understand it all. Right. I, I need to understand how it works. That's And that's how I'm made. So all of a sudden then, knowing that that is how I'm made, makes sense of how I have lived my life till now. Yeah. It, it answers those questions. Yeah. And so by learning just three or four simple pieces, which will be your type, your strategy, your authority, uh, your authority type strategy. Yeah. Definition Those, profile. Definition. Yeah. Yeah. Pro profile. Sorry. Profile. Yeah. Thank you. That's the main one. I was that's one yeah, I that me when I was listening to you on the um a call a couple of months ago and I was like, I'm a three out of five. What does that mean? <laughs> You're a three five. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So and I'm saying that because I know what that means. <laughs> But you profile, your type, your strategy, and your authority. Those four things, by understanding them, is one thing. Yeah. If you can then take those four things and embody them, yeah. understand and embody them, that will change your life. Because yeah. that's like 70% of human design. And then yeah. the rest of it is like, ah, okay, understand that. Yeah. Because we're here to live our life. We're here to go through the challenges. We're here to deal with the conditioning because it's all part of our journey. Mm. so do you want me to explain a little bit about the five types yeah i love it okay so in human design there are five types and those five types are auras okay because it's the science of the aura so i'm going to use the analogy of a, a movie a creating yeah. a movie so the first type is a manifester and the manifestors are our leaders they're our trailblazers they are our kings our queens they are our dictators they are all the all the leaders in this paradigm that we've been living in for however many millennia they don't need anything out of them outside of themselves to move things forward so in a film they would be the producer so they would say oh my god i've got this amazing idea mm -hmm. i want to make a film mm -hmm. right great they're not meant to be they're not meant to do the work they've just got the idea they're here to initiate and to inform then we get the generators and the manifesting generators. So Claire's a generator. I'm a manifesting generator. And we are the lights, camera, action of the film. Yeah. If it lights us up. So if we have then, if we're the person that's heard the manifesto say, oh my God, I'm excited about this film. And then we go, oh my God, I love that. Then yeah. we then have the energy to deliver the film. Yeah. 
right? And we are here, we're, we're here to dance with life force energy, we're here to make things happen, we're here to build, we're here to explore, we're here to do all the stuff. We are here to bring the energy to the earth, so it's really important for us to be lit up in what we do. So us being as generators, manifesting generators, if you are not lit up in the things that you are doing, you are not serving yourself and you're not serving anyone else. Mm. Because the manifestors and the projectors, which we're coming to next, they need our energy. Yeah. Because they don't create enough of their own. Okay. Right. So the next lot is the projector, which you are not. And the projectors are beautiful people. <laughs> They're beautiful. They're like birds flying high. They can see everything light years ahead. They are here to make things better. Mm -hmm. Now, generators, manifested generators are here to respond. So we were here to respond to um, the manifester. Yeah, we're here to respond to stuff that lights us up. With the projector, which is the film director, you're here to say, actually, if you tweak this, this, this and this, mm. like it will all be better. Mm. OK, but projectors... One of the things about projectors, one of the challenges projectors have is that they have to be recognised for their brilliance. They have to be recognised and invited in. Yeah. So it's really tricky if you're not out there living life yeah. to be recognised for what you're doing so that you can then engage to yeah. make it better. So, And one of the things about a projector is they need that recognition. So mm. one of the things that a projector might feel is if, if you were to go into somewhere and say, okay, no problem, I can see everything, I can see what needs to be done, and da, 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 people might go, what? But if you sit there and listen and then start and then do the stuff that you're doing, then people go, oh my God, that's amazing. We should invite her in to help us with this. And then you do it, they'll be like all over you mm. because you've been recognized and then you've been invited in. Mm. it's that recognition piece and it doesn't need to be a formal invitation on a tray right it, it could be a case of saying oh Nat could you explain that to me bing that's okay. your recognition yeah so and then the last type so there's and the last type are um the reflectors mm. and the reflectors are here to experience all of life they're very sensitive people they experience it all and in, in the film analogy they would be the um they would be the film critic so they would experience the film and actually say i like it or i don't like it yeah, and they so they can sample all of life. So they're kind of the roles. And then the way they explain the aura is almost like if you imagine yourself standing in the middle of a glass vase, a giant glass vase, and that's your auric space, right? And the people that are in your space and all of the stuff that's in your space and the thoughts and feelings and all of it takes up space. And then you're in control of that space. So where you say no, uh, yes to the things that you actually mean no to is taking taking up that space, mm. right? So by being more considered and mindful about what you allow into your space, mm. then we'll leave room for other good stuff to come in. Yeah. So if you're saying yes to something that really doesn't light you up, doesn't do anything for anybody, then how can this amazing thing that you want to bring into your life get in if you if your aura is full up of all the stuff? Mm. So just those those little things, those little visuals around, right, do I want to do that? No. You know, like this morning I was sat there thinking, God, the kids have left all the under on the floor. What that's that's in my space. Yeah. <laughs> do I want it there? No. 
do is it a principle to leave it there yeah but actually it's still in my space so actually do you know what scoop it up put it in the washing basket just little things like that but it also means that you're careful about who and what you allow in mm. so that's sort of the science of the aura and people like the projectors don't make their own energy they transmute energy that already exists yeah so you can do your thing as long as you're around the right energy and you are and you are excited and bought into it mm. and it's the same with all of us right mm. um but, but projectors is projectors aren't meant to work full time they don't have the energy for it this is good news for you <laughs> um nap nap and nap the, the word for a projector is yeah you need lots of naps and lots of sleep and lots of um so they're the five types see i i love working that's i guess it's the irony with that one um but there is that part in working when i came from corporate i was in the end of my career of corporate was that i guess it was always a flexible role and then it just didn't have that freedom the same way and the environment was such a piece of me in terms of just the the drain of energy and even you know with my drama degree and put a smile on it hello team how are we every day it was like I just can't do this anymore when I'm just constantly getting that back of it's all right another day in it and it's like <sighs> and and that just absolutely drains me um and I'm very very conscious of again like we said about like looking after ourselves and giving that time to and when I'd say I haven't got time to go to the gym because I love my fitness I think that's the time I need to and, and that's I'm trying to create this lifestyle. I talk a lot about freedom at the minute and time freedom, but I want to create a life that's, I want to do what I want when I want. And lots of people say it, but it's for us to go and create that. And then, but like you say, then we've got to understand things and really mean it. And it's challenging me to look at every single thing that comes at me at the moment. And there's some things where I'm like, I don't want to do that. And it's like, so I'm, you know, and I think it through a bit more and more, rational in the way I think opposed to being quite impulsive which I can be and I like a bit of spontaneity as well but I just think about like well what does that mean to me instead of being that fiery kid at you know in corporate world and things that that worked very well for some of that that doesn't work in running my own business it doesn't work with who I feel I am now I feel I've completely changed as a person and and I use you know energy's a, a great word but people use it in so many ways now but I'm very conscious of the people around me now and and what those relationships mean to me and bring in both ways which is amazing um, yeah amazing. It, but lots of people they don't have the awareness of that and it's like if you like we just said if we don't start with ourselves and have that self-awareness then we can't change things for the better yeah of course so you're the you are um you're in that waking up stage aren't you you're in the stage yeah. of waking, where you know what authority have you got have you got sacral authority so, um splenic is my inner okay okay so there are different types of authorities um and so what you were saying then is well i'm not that person anymore and you just know that Mm -hmm. so the splenic authority is is a knowing it's an instinct Mm -hmm. because the splenic center is our is the oldest center um and so you'll just know instinctively it's a bit like when you smell fire yeah it means danger that's how you will respond to your questions yeah like like trying to make sense of them in your head our head is a great place for questions it's not the place for answers for most of us 
That's mm. the interesting thing as well. And you just saying, I feel, and this is the new paradigm that we're shifting into where we, we've mastered living on this earth in fact we've mastered it to the point where we're starting to destroy it again but mm. we in human design terms we believe that we're shifting into a new paradigm is where we start to bring in the feminine and and the feeling and there's nothing wrong with the masculine don't get me wrong so but in the corporate world that we took that you just talked about which i've been in in the power suits and all of the things and it's go 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 all of it is thinking, all of it is strategy, all of it is is all of the stuff, yeah. it's all of the doing. And we need that because we need to do. Absolutely. We need to do to make yeah. shit happen, right? But there's also, we're, we're moving into this energy of, of coming into alignment and receiving. The feminine energy is all about, okay, well, I've done the work, now bring it in. And not having that hustle all of the time mm. and not having to... Um, to keep pushing 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 because whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway right mm -hmm. so if when you start listening into the body and become intentional with your actions intentional where the masculine comes in in a way that is aligned to you rather than what should because the, the word should is a big one we left should um in 2020s 2020 should left us then because that we live in so many shoulds and obligation but if it doesn't feel right yeah if it doesn't feel right then it's probably not right mm. and and that's the thing that we were saying about embodiment earlier when you start to understand your specific uh type your specific authority um you will then this is the tricky bit it's going okay well that doesn't feel right but i should because right so when you get those should because right, what's the worst thing that can happen if it's not? Mm. Well, actually, nothing. Mm. Someone might just think I'm, I've let them down. What have you? You know, and and you can have all those conversations with yourself, but all that should stuff is all conditioning. Mm. It's uh, what I noticed with human design is so like the facet fives, Myers Briggs, discs, and I, I'm I do disc with clients, but there I often feel there are now like a moment in time more, or they're they're not as aligned to everything kind of coming together like all the dots connecting it's a bit less it's like a higher awareness and it's like yeah that works that part doesn't that's quite good that means x but with this it's it's so much more personal it feels because it's yeah. so it's a different it's more tapping into the way you feel and the way you think and like you said the dna part of that makes sense now or and, and in thinking about the way we are and slowing things right down, which I like to really look at, like we just touched on their trusted instincts. I remember a few times last year, conversations with some incredible people just saying like that, just trust yourself more and run, like run with that and, um, and listen to that more opposed to the next thing. And, and I think there's almost a part in, um, you didn't say the word validation. I say this a lot, but like when you said you need people to almost like you're looking for the answers and confirming things. But there's a part of me recently where I'm like, how much sometimes I need more validation. Um, so what's the I, purpose? So I, I said to you, why do you need validation? What what's the, what you why do you need it? And I'm asking, I've been through yeah. this exactly the same yeah. journey. This is where it's like, I, I don't know that quite yet. I'm thinking, because it's been very prevalent to me recently. Like, what does that mean? And um, it's that, a lot of it goes back to some security stuff as well. And um, like, you know, our basic needs and that is that safety. And I think that when you're 
when I'm running a business, you're very vulnerable on your own compared to when you work for someone else in a business. And that's almost what I've, all I've known. I felt so conformed after leaving one one business as well. I was there for 19 years mm-hmm. to then leave and then just do this is very, very different. And that's where I feel like, like we said, in the early stages, it's like I'm finding out really who I am with things as well. Um, so there's lots, gift, lots of right? questions. There are lots of questions, but the questions are on you in your head. Yeah. Right. That your, your answers aren't there. Especially for you with spinnaker authority, you know, you can mull things over in your head, but actually, how does it feel? What, what is it that feels right? And ultimately, ultimately security, I guess, will come from finance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's for most of us that like we just want to earn enough money to whatever yeah. it's like I'm, i work we, we worked with someone a while ago and said right how much money do you actually need to we're going off on tangents we could talk for hours um how much money do you actually need now to live the life that you want to live millions right and i go right now you need millions right what does your life so we spent like a, a day working with them to so say right okay so and we worked through the process again so what's important to you okay we understood that so how much money do you actually need a month now to live the life that you want to live oh about 20 grand right well that there you go right so there's 20 grand so it's not millions anymore it's 20 grand so then we look at right well how do we make that 20 grand how do we bring that 20 grand in mm. and actually once you've broken it down you're not you can't a bit like human design you can't eat an elephant all in one go right you've got to do it in chunks so by breaking this stuff down so yes there's a security element right how do you not left the corporate world yes you do have still had the income guaranteed but would you have had the freedom no you wouldn't so you've made that decision already then you think right well where's that where's that need for security come from is it part of your design right is it part of your design is it ingrained because we have a legacy fears that come with us in our design as well or is it something that's happened in your formative years where you've seen is it the way that you've been brought up you know were you brought up in a place where you money wasn't always available mm. and you had to work really 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 hard for your money and and things were scarce and you had to make choices about how you spent your life all these things are part and parcel of who you are now but if you take the power back to here so so your sovereignty when you were born you came without all of that yeah so it's almost like understanding where it comes from. And if it's belief-based, then we know it can change. We can change beliefs. Um, and that's why human design for me with the lining paper of the knicker drawer is we understand the basics, right? We understand. So if you were to come to me for a, for to work with me, the, one of the first things I would do is say, right, well, let me look at your human design first. Mm-hmm. I will have an idea of some of the challenges that you will have experienced. Mm just by your design, right? Mm. But I won't know all of the details because you're an individual, but it'll give me a good idea. And it will also give me a good idea at the, the more likely places in your life where you've been conditioned. And so that will allow us to be able to pinpoint more easily the work that we need to do. And and whether we work with, but Claire and I work with CEOs, we work with businesses, we work with all of the people, but ultimately it comes back to the people. Yeah. Right. And if we can get the people living the life that they choose and want to live in a really embodied and aligned way then actually everything else happens happens more easily yeah so um 
so all of those things that you said there, fear, right? Well, we could, you know, we could explore that, find out where the fears come from. Have you brought it with you legacy wise? And if you have, then that's even easier to get rid of. But if you haven't, you go, okay, so what's the worst that could happen? And mm. and we work through where it's come from. And a belief is, if it's not a, a good idea, whether you've got a belief or whether it's real, mm-hmm. is if it's not 100% true for 100% of the people, 100% of the time, then it's a belief. Mm. Right. So um, because, you know, you're a, a really experienced businesswoman, you know mm. that, you know, all the strategy inside out, you know, all of yeah. the things, you know, you can do what you need to do. And, you know, while you've got breath in your body, you will be able to earn a living. Mm. That That's the that's the real top and bottom of it. The bit that you're trying to learn in now is how you create that living in an aligned way that yeah. allows you to live your life in all of the ways rather than just the business way. Yeah. And that's and that's the and that's where Claire and I, that's what Claire and I work with, because we work on that embodiment piece. We work on the belief piece. We work on that. And the strategy stuff is the strategy stuff is like easy. That's just moving things around, isn't it? Right. You, you know, when you look at strategy and we're saying it's easy because it's stuff that we've done for a million years. But to some people, it's not. But actually getting the get to, getting the sovereignty back, taking back the power to the self and actually thinking, right, what do I want? what do I want and this is this is huge I'm working with a couple of teens at the moment that are going through a load of challenges and actually understanding their design helps them understand why they've got certain challenges so before we even get into another 30 years of conditioning we can get them to understand it now so the stuff that you're asking yourself now around um like the responsibility and all of the things all of it's really doable yeah really doable and it's already ordained right it's just a case of right who do we call in how do you communicate with your audience how do you communicate with your clients how do you communicate with prospective clients to bring in um the financial reward Mm. that you deserve to be able to do the work that you do yeah And, and that's just a case of the people that don't have the skills or the energy that you do will be drawn to you and the right people will hear you at the right time. But you have to be out there. Yeah. To enable them to do it. I love that. I love it all. It's like we could talk forever and go on like we did often tangents and, and yeah, always got tangents. Part of it, I love it. And back to the mothership is amazing. One question I will end with too, before you can share how people can connect with you. What's been the what's been the biggest revelation to you since human designs come into your life right i think the first the very first thing is that i am now even with all of those learnings that i've already been through that you're in the process of going through i'm 53 in a few weeks um i'm now living my purpose as I was ordained to back in 1970 that was the biggest thing and then and then understanding that actually I don't have to be everything to everyone and do all of the things yeah yeah that's what society expects right yeah absolutely didn't I hear that you said it was 47 when you found your purpose 47 when I had when I asked myself the question what is it you want from life yeah and I had to go through all of that, all of the things. 
but had I know and I was meant to right so and the thing is you could change it and I want to so for my daughter I want to take away some of the pain so she's a three five like you are right so a three energy lives their life by trial and error for the first first 30 odd years right (laughs) so and so she's a manifester you're a projector and it can feel very much like mum but why has that happened again (laughs) right why me because you that is the way that you're designed to live that's the way that you're designed to integrate with the world and Claire's the same she's a three five people love being in a three energy because they don't know what you're going to do next yeah because it's all exciting (laughs) actually it's you the ones that sat there carrying the camera you go well that didn't bloody work again (laughs) but you could always say it's failing forward right so I could say well I wish I'd learned earlier but for me that wasn't the time for me it was I had to go through that because I have got a purpose. I'm here to help people live their best lives in the most aligned mm. way. I am here to help people live without pain. That's my yeah. fibromyalgia journey. Um, that is my purpose. Now, had I not been through all my life lessons, how would I have been able to deliver that purpose? I wouldn't, right? Yeah. But we can change the way that our youngsters as well yeah. live their life. Or become more aware of their choices earlier and that's what I was thinking has come to my mind a few times throughout our conversations today is this word education like we're just not educated in the right things and I could go on off on another tangent about that but to start really educating ourselves about who we are our self-awareness like if I'd have known that years ago that that would have been a a huge thing I'd love to know more about do you think that there's a so if someone's hearing about and listening to us today and from this and it's the first time I've heard about human design what would you say that, that there's a reason there's something in that but definitely there's a reason definitely <laughs> yeah it sounds absolutely wacky yeah first thing that i would do is go and get your um go and look at your uh your chart go yeah. look at the chart and you'll go well what does that mean <laughs> or you will go down a rabbit hole you get curious yeah there's a lot of negativity around some of human design because people look at it um in a way so my um my per- my incarnation cross which is my life purpose is about it's the cross of limitation which sounds like a real killjoy and in some things that you read online it is the killjoy Mm. but what it what when you look at it in from a really empowered place what it does is allows it i'm here to show people their limitations but also their opportunities through my lived experience right and so that's a different slant on it so i would say go and get your chart yeah and go and find out what aura which aura you belong to which squad you belong to and understand what your strategy your authority and your profile means yeah and once you've got that then you can start to embody it love it thank you so much how can people connect with yourself and of course the lovely claire the claire the claire i feel like my legs have been chopped off today with claire she's she's on a training course um so you can find us at uh, www.spaceandfreedom and that's a-n-d um freedom.com if you go to the resources page you will find a link to be able to do your chart incredible so as long as you know your name obviously that's a good start uh, your place <laughs> of birth your time of birth and your uh, place of birth so the time of birth is important really important because of where mm. the planetary alignment is at the time of your birth yeah incredible. so you can find us there we're on uh, we've got a free facebook group which is uh, navigating life with space and freedom and we have a instagram page 
Mm-hmm. All the links are on our website. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you felt inspired, please make sure you share this with a friend and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. I really love hearing feedback from you. So if you have a question, topic, or want to hear from someone you love on this show, then head to my website, Matthew Potts Coaching, and let me know. Until next time, have an amazing week and know that you have value to offer this world.